This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my Brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the airwaves, or is it the network? This is the Brewing Network. We're not waking you up, are we, Tasty? No, not yet. Oh. <laughs> we need a stronger beer to put me down. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, what we've, well, see, now I started the day enjoying some wines at a local Fairfield winery where they actually grow the grapes there. At the, in at Fairfield? The yeah. Oh. Yeah. In Green Valley. We've got uh, oh yeah, GV Vineyards. That's where that Energy Bush Brewery used to be located. That's only close. <laughs> still, still is, still it's... is. Hey, they're nice folks there mm. at the at the brewery. Here, here's one of my pet peeves. One of my pet peeves. You got me going now, Tasty. You said those guys come by the brewery all the time. They've helped you. They tell me. Yes. Told me. Yes. So no end. Right. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I too was a bit annoyed. At the Super Bowl commercial, I too have been annoyed with some of the things that have been going on. Got under your skin a bit. Yeah, the thing that bothered me was it was negative about another brewer. Yeah, don't be negative about another brewer. That's that's just like you know. You notice they didn't go after the guy with the orange slices, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't want like a big battle. Yeah, 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 the little guy. It's just that's just the wrong way to go about it. But who's doing that? Is it the brewers? At Anheuser-Busch that are doing no, that? No, 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 no. It's not. What you, If you are pissed off at that, you're pissed off at the sales and marketing organization. Sure. And you're just helping them by being right. pissed off. If you're pissed off about them acquiring other businesses, you're pissed off at the, I don't know, the business development arm of the corporation whatever. or whatever it might be. Yeah. You're not pissed off at the brewers. The brewers are brewers. Please give them a break. They're very nice people. You very found that nice to be true um, everywhere, based on your personal experience. Yes, with yes. Them. I mean, uh, you know, look at look at Mitch Steele. He was an AB brewer. Well, I didn't know AB him guy. then. He could have been a real dick. <laughs> That's impossible. Hard to imagine, though, right? <laughs> That's impossible. There's no dickiness in there. He has no, a dick gene he, in him. He, he? If he tried, if you paid him to no, be a dick, he couldn't he even couldn't act like a dick. So the, that's the thing. You know, they're brewers. They're very nice people brewing everywhere. Just because you're brewing, you know, at a different scale or a different type of beer, that is not a reason to be pissed off at somebody. You know, that is well, or not... Well, make any major assumptions that they're not so different than you. Yes. Right, exactly. There's, you know, and so we have a very nice relationship with... Uh, the, the folks at the AB plant in Fairfield, yeah. we go down there and visit them. They show us around. They, they've run tests on our beer and on our cans and things like that. Nice. Somebody, somebody was like, well, they're just doing that to get information on your beer <laughs> in your brewery. I'm like, you're kidding me. They could, if they wanted to, they could just go buy a can in the store or a bottle in the store and right. test all they want, and we would never know. Yeah. Instead, they did us a favor to us because right. we're trying to ensure the highest quality, and they have... Uh, you know, a, a, a history of ensuring high, the oh highest God, quality yeah, possible. That, yeah, exactly. right. And so they've got a lot of experience at that, and they're willing to share that with a little guy like us and help us out. Because they're brewers, for God's sakes. They're not yeah. the devil. They, those, those folks have no problem. If you've got a problem, you've got a problem with the sales, the marketing, the business acquisition. I understand that. And those people, yes, you can go ahead and vilify them all you want, but... 
the people that are brewing, they're brewers. They love beer. They love brewing. And that's why they do it for a living. And they're very good at it. So, uh, you know, it's just it's uh, just one of those those pet peeves of mine. You know, I've, I've got no, no problem with uh, getting uppity, but getting uppity are the wrong people sometimes. You know, perspective, I think. Yeah. So have you sent them a postcard saying, uh, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk dollars? <laughs> yeah. When, yeah. When the, by the way, the purchase, uh, you know. Yeah. If, a guy, if, if, you know, if you guys know somebody's interested, <laughs> right, we'll, right. we'll take an hey. offer. Hey, oh, sure. Yeah, we'll entertain all offers. Uh, the, the number that uh, on the pod, on the session on the Monday session that I think we got a hold of through somebody was like a thousand dollars. Annual production times a thousand dollars is what your brewery's worth. So what's it? What's yours worth now? No, that's that's not true. That's what they uh, were throwing. Yeah, nah. Who threw that number out? I think most of those deals have been. Um, Around forty million, and really, what it's been is four times what the the uh, gross sales are. And your gross sales, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you're up around ten million, then you know they're doing they're doing about a four four multiplier yeah. on the on the gross sales on those. I I, I saw a a rundown of all the acquisitions that have happened recently, and they they put prices on them, and, and they did it sort of fall in that line. Yep, cool. That seems to be pretty much the standard now. Great. Yes, yes. Yeah, if it was uh times yeah, thousand that's pretty good. Now we're 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 closing in on probably doing about ten thousand barrels this year. Nice. We're growing. Oh and, that's a lot of beer. Oh yeah, well and so I saw again a little thing saying, you know, like what the almost all the, the breweries in California are below four hundred barrels annually. Yeah, yeah. Which is very more than half, right? Or eighty percent? That's like eighty something percent. Yeah, that's 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 not not many barrels, right? Yeah, that's like you know, you probably did that as a home brewer, probably still doing it as a home brewer. Yeah, and if you had a (laughs) fifty-barrel brew house, that's not many batches, right? Yeah. Um, So there you go. All right, Uh, today we are talking uh, other smoked beer category. I got thrown into the Rosh beer category, but I never uh, mm-hmm. ever took a turn on uh, other smoked beer. Yes. What are the main differences, I think, between well, a Rosh beer and an other? Well, the Rosh beer, it's going to be, you know, the classic style of like a kind of an Oktoberfest or a Meritzen smoked. That's okay. Rauch beer. Okay. Um and there are a few variations in there as well, but that's essentially what it boils down to. And then pretty much anything else that has smoke in it is considered other smoke beer. I see. Um, and so you can use smoke in in a, a wide variety of, of styles. And when you're when you're looking at uh, you know whether a beer fits the other smoke category, um, the smoke should be evident. Um, and the underlying style to the beer should be evident as well. It should be a you know a good example of a style with smoke integrated well. I love to say uh, my my good friend Harold Gabranson he made this incredible which I, you know at, at the time see I learn that all these things I think won't work and <laughs> that that people prove me wrong and it's great because I'm just like. I never thought a smoked Hefeweizen would be that great oh. until I tried Harold's. And most of them, you know, it's 
the, the phenolics, the the banana. Two sets you know, of phenolics, yeah. It's just yeah, too too much clash, and he mm-hmm. just beautifully married the two uh, to just a, a delicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, very flavorful but delicate balance between all the the components. Ah, it was out of this world good. Wow, and that's like you know very much a key thing to a lot of beers is the right balance. Right. Yeah. Right. You know that any sort of spicy character that a beer have has, it can't override any other spicy character mm-hmm. or the beer itself. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, and I I think you're absolutely right. In in smoked beer, uh, it needs to be, um, you know. A very considered element. It, it, it's almost like you know um, pepper beers. Yeah. You know you can't just throw in a bunch of pepper and expect it to work out. You have to have a, a concept in your mind as to yeah. how peppery, how much heat, how much flavor. Right. Uh, the same thing in the smoke. It's how it's like, going to enhance you know, the beer? Yeah. You know, how much aromatics? What kind of aromatics? What kind of bite to the smoke? Because smoke, certain smokes have a certain bite to them. Sure. That can uh, be very sharp in a beer, mm. but if you're lowering your your bittering and maybe it you know kind of takes the place of some of the bittering, it, it can it, be balanced out a little bit yeah. better, you know. But if you're you know smoked IPA and your IPA is already kind of harsh and biting, and then you add this other you know phenolic compound in there that yeah. is biting, you know, it, it can totally mess you up. Now, what about you, Taylor? Do you have uh, a lot of experience with smoked beer? As as far as it is, um, Hella's Trilenka that we're going to be drinking today. That's the only smoked beer I've actually ever had. So you've had one. I've had one. One. Just one. You're going to have five tonight. Bevo has absolutely done a stellar job. Uh, an excellent redeemed lineup. Herself. Absolutely redeemed herself from the horrible showing in the American Wheat. And has, uh, has killed it She's here. off the mat. And really set us up. I have not seen a lineup this good uh, no. Since uh, you know when Scott actually cared, I think that was early on. That was like yeah, up, sure. to, up to show two. Yeah. After show two, I don't think he cared. Yeah. Uh, Justin, no, nah, never really cared. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there you go, uh, Bevo. You have you killed it. You killed it. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, this is what we want to see every every show, like this. Okay. We'll, we'll, you know, you, you'll you get a little something extra in your your Christmas stocking. Uh. I don't want to know what. Just, just move on. Just, yeah. just go right past that. Okay. Little, the batteries are being included. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You turn on the microphone. I, I can't be responsible. Right. right. There you go. You don't. It's it's like poking the bears in the zoo. You just don't. You know these people get their arms ripped off when they're when they're. they're Petting the kitty, Don't you know the, the 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 lion or something. They stick their arm in the cage and they're petting they're the kitty, yeah. and then their arm gets torn off. Yeah. It's like, well, what did you expect was going to happen? All right, that's pretty much it. You're behind glass for your own safety. Clearly, yes, yeah. yes, that's that's how it works around here. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be uh, talking about uh, these fine examples of yeah. smoke beer. Hopefully, right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. 
The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? <laughs> Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online, plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers to together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org a few things happened 30 years ago arpanet migrated to tcpip and the internet was born revenge of the jedi was renamed return of the jedi and opened in theaters mila kunis and emily blunt were born in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at HopTech.com. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. I will tell you this, Taylor. 
Your musical choices for the interludes, where we do all our private stuff in between the show bits, uh, is is far better than what Scott's was. <laughs> when, oh, hands down. It says all like 311 and Kenny Witch. Every, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Every, every time I was here, I had to listen to Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Uh, when Scott was wearing the board, Weird Al's kind of great, oh, but there's some, right, he but has I mean, some. What, terrible... what is he like? Like the Michael Jackson of the Jewish community yes. or something? Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, my... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, Scott, what what the heck was up with that? Weird Al. Every time I was here, it's just just yeah, mix in that, and he was like a couple others, and you know. Country and Weird Al. Yeah. Very strange. Weird combination. It's very strange. Yeah. So it's it's a much uh, much appreciated upgrade there thank that you. you're giving me. Got to thank my father for that one. He raised me right. <laughs> Lots of beatings? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. All right. You're going to listen to good music, kid. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> and drink good beer. Whack. No? No. That's good. <laughs> it's a good thing to know. A lot of good music's already been done, so you got to recognize the old stuff. It's, it's, there, come, there comes a point in every show where Tasty gives me this look like, you really the lost fuck? your mind. What the, what the fuck are you doing? You really need to stop talking. <laughs> Why don't you just shut no, up? No, no, no. I, I never think that. That's like, <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Are you like, yeah. are you, are you passing a kidney stone I was, or what? You know, I was, I'm just trying to get caught up here. Okay. Yeah, check, checking your, your tweets while you're watching. Well, I'm actually there. brought, you know, sending out tweets, yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, uh, as I as I said, we've got the uh, the uh, t- we've got Tahoe. I did not say what we had. Here's where yeah. I say what we had, right? Yeah, this is it. Uh, Tahoe. This is that part in the show. Uh, Tahoe Mountain Smoked Maybach. It's actually a bourbon barrel aged uh, smoked malt Maybach from Tahoe Mountain, which is up near Tahoe. That's where they, yeah, that's where they call it. We got the uh, Schlenkler uh, Lager, the Hellas Lager. Not necessarily smoky version. So I heard they have it. other versions of yes. Schlenkler that are true um, Rauch beers. Yes. This one isn't. It's just ran through the same line as the other Rauch beers. So when it parts kind of that smoky. Yes. We've got the, uh, the Blood, Sweet, and uh, Trannon. Uh, apparently, blood, sweat, and BZT trans, we'll call trans, it. Yeah. transvestites uh, coming from uh, the Netherlands. Or is there another? No, another you translation. Just, you just is go that, right I, ahead. I got it. You I just, nailed it. Na- nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Well, hey, I'm using my limited American here. You're doing great. Okay, and we, we, and and that beer, I have no idea what it is. It's got stuff in it. <laughs> Stuff. Apparently has alcohol, um, eight point two percent, or something like that. The text is so small. Apparently, those people in the Netherlands, the Dutch, have just fantastic. Uh, Justin might have left his readers. Do you want to? Do you want to pop them on? Sight. It just lists uh, the ingredients. From the de, de Molen. It doesn't um, say what it actually is. And then we've got uh, the uh, the uh, Norwegian beer, the Histio Hambrigget. Yeah, it sounds like I'm speaking backwards. Uh, yes, because uh, I am. And uh, I don't claim to actually be able to speak anything other than American English, and that quite quite poorly. Uh, and then we've got a homebrew from uh, Brandon Martin, uh, who has done something quite uh, 
quite the extreme here. He's got. He was gonna do a smoked pumpkin. He didn't have any pumpkins, so he did. He smoked uh, like three pounds of sweet potatoes, three and a half pounds of sweet potatoes, over pecan and oak for about an hour, and then he added that to the mash. And the rest of the recipe is like two row, fourteen percent Munich. 7% Victory, 7% C40, 4.5% Flaked Oats, uh, then Sweet Potato, 22 IBU, and then Pumpkin Pie Spice added to the boil. Cali will use 1065 OG, 1014 Finishing Gravity, 6.7% ABV. Um, and he gives us a very helpful tip that uh, he liked it. So uh, hmm. he was curious what we thought. Uh, so those that's the lineup. We got a nice, healthy lineup, thanks to Bevo. Yeah, a lot of variety I, in there. I would like Bevo to to continue in this role. Yes, she did an excellent job. We'll have to give her some positive reinforcement. That's a lot more freaking effort listening. than I would have put into it. Oh, she's listening. She's probably not listening. She tunes out. She's I'm totally listening. Having somebody eat her. Shopping on Target. Uh, all right. So, Taylor, of the beers you have in front of you and your extensive smoked beer experience, tell us. What order would you put them in for, uh, you know, classic uh, other smoked beer? Um, well, I kind of need a definition of other smoked beer. It is a, a, can... a, a classic beer style with smoke. So the smokiest? <laughs> well, not necessarily. Not the necessarily. smoke's got to be used in balance. It's the, the, the most well-integrated, the, yeah. the most complementary to the beer. I'd have Instead to go with the Hellas, the Hellas Lager. Okay, that would be your number one. Absolutely. Because that's the one you like. Yeah. Okay. Like is good. Number two. Yeah. Like that you one. You have five. It's numbers number one two. through five yeah. you have to do. I'm actually going to go with the Smoke My Bog. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. And why is that? Um, I think it complements that little woody... I mean, it's bourbon barrel-aged, right? You like the little woody. I like the little woody. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, then... Uh, probably pick the blood sweat in Trenin. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, and then the Hestial, and then the homebrew for last. Homebrew for last. Why the homebrew for last? Ah, it's good, but I'm not big on pumpkin stuff. I guess that's why. So you're letting your personal going, preference. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> roll that way. Okay. So we got some sort of an order from Taylor. Yeah. Tasty. Take it away. All right. Well, mine's a little bit different in some, uh, not so little ways. Um, I like the, uh, the Hiss Duel. Um, to me, in terms of like, it would probably score the highest as a smoked beer. I like the balance of smoke. I like the underlying beer. It's more approachable than uh, maybe some of the others. Um, so that's my number one. Uh, number two, I like the Tahoe Mountain beer. I'm like, uh, same page there as Taylor on that. Um, I think it's a really nice uh, bourbon barrel aged beer with uh, a smoke addition to it. I get I get both of those things in an appropriate manner. So, but that is number two. Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to surprise everybody. The uh, home-brewed squash beer of unknown squash. No, uh, pumpkin. Pu- not pumpkin, but... Uh, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, potato. which is, of course, another... another uh, that's actually not squash, is it? That's just a... Like, what do you call it? 
two beers. Comes out of the ground. Um, <laughs> it's an underground thing. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, it's low in spices, so it's not a bad pumpkin beer. And uh, again, he's used a little bit of smoke to uh, to accentuate that. Huh. Uh, I like the uh, the uh, the blood or the the BZT. I call it. Yeah. Whatever that is. Huh. I came in fourth, and then last I threw out the uh, the Hellas because it didn't have uh, enough smoke character to qualify. Hmm. Okay. It's a nice drinking beer. I could drink that, but. Wouldn't uh, All right. qualify as smoked. I will come back with a bombshell. Oh, my a God. absolute bombshell. All right. After this break. We'll be back right after this. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all green brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. 
Adventures in Homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes. Some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the Brutus brew stands and propane burners, the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven-pound hopper, custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels, coolers, and mini-sized brew pots. The brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're talking uh, other smoked beer before the break. I had mentioned that I was going to end here with a bombshell. I'll tell you this. Our bombshell in the studio, Bebo, has said that uh, she thinks the homebrew does not suck. I agree. She actually thinks she would drink it. Uh-huh. And she would drink the... I would, and I did. The Hellas. There you go. There's your bombshell. That's the bombshell giving bombshell. What shall we say? It's noteworthy. <laughs> there you no, go. No, you have a bombshell. Yes, but I will drop it in the RV toilet, as we previously <laughs> mentioned. Um, or in the woods. The woods, very pleasant. <clears throat> All right. So let me go through these beers. Uh, the smoked Maybach from Tahoe Mountain. Nice beer. The issue with it as another smoked beer is that the bourbon barrel character is so prevalent and the smoke character is so subdued and the Maybach character a little too caramelly that it's not a great Maybach it's oh. a bourbony. It's a nice beer. It's just if if I'm picking this apart for for the style category. Can you have a smoke specialty beer? I mean, right. it's, it's not a traditional Maybach, obviously. Right. You got to hit the Maybach on the head. Yeah. You got to hit the smoke. The smoke needs to be you know on an equal footing. I would say with the bourbon. Or the bourbon least, is the yeah. is the big thing. Just yeah. just That's totally it's right. very heavy bourbon yeah. and it's, right it's masking everything else. Right. In the aroma, that's all you get is bourbon. You don't get any other aroma, no smoke, no nothing. Yeah, it's hitting pretty so well. So it's a nice beer, but for those reasons, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, tops of my category. It's probably not in the category, basically, because it doesn't have enough smoke. Right, which nothing, you know. There's, I like it. It tastes good. That's there's all sorts of fantastic it. beers that yeah. are not, yeah. you know, going to fit and not going to win. Yeah. Right? Uh, so we're, we're, you know, we're just picking apart the, uh, you know, to the style category. Yeah, like I said. That's another way to evaluate. It. Very nice beer. Um, but that's why I wouldn't put it in. Uh, it wouldn't be tops of the category for me. Mm-hmm. The uh, Hellas. Too subtle a smoke. Now, if that was the... And, and the thing that's kind of killing that is that uh, we're, we're having we're five smoke beers. Yeah, some are pretty heavy on smoke. and 
three minutes after I start tasting these, I couldn't taste any smoke in any of them. It is really, really subtle, though. Right. That, and as a Hellas goes, it's not my favorite Hellas. I've had some really spectacular Hellas. It's a, this is okay Hellas. Uh, it's a nice Hellas, but yeah. not... And, and the problem with Hellas, if there's there's nothing to hide behind, and even with the little bit of smoke in there, again, it's not enough to really distract me from the fact that I've had better Hellas. It's a, a great beer. I drink it. I drink a lot of it. Uh, just like Bebo was saying, yeah, and you were saying, yeah, I drink mm-hmm. a lot of it. Unfortunately, not going to win the category either. Yeah, it could be a better Hellas if it had more smoke character. Because it would hide the fact that it's not right, a right, great right, 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 right. Um, the Bloods, Wheat, and uh, Trannon. Interesting. <laughs> the smoke is intense. The smoke is almost unbearable. Almost tire fire like. No, right? it's very much tire. It's like Firestone uh, beer. They burnt the tires. It's very meaty. Somebody like. Uh, drifters. It's not like a drifter event. The the only thing that. I, I find interesting to it though is the beer itself is very figgy, plummy, bold. It's got some sweetness to it. I think if you didn't have a hell of a lot of smoke in there, it you know it it, it might not uh, you know really come through very well. But that is a lot of smoke. I would cut that smoke back a bit. And yeah, I think yeah. I think you'd you'd have you could have quite a winner there. It kind of sneaks in the Hesju or Hesju. the uh, Norwegian ale, Norwegian harvest ale. I also think it has a nice balance. I think it's a nice, uh, interesting uh, beer, kind of Belgiany, farmhousey, malty background hops. You know, uh, a, a mild smoke throughout. I don't get a lot of smoke from the aroma. It's nope. kind of my own own thing. But I think when I poured it earlier, I got more smoke. Yeah, so it may it's, just it's, be. If I just had that as a smoke beer, I'd probably get it. But all these other ones are sort of like uh, right negated. It's then, subtle. then we come to the homebrew. Squash. The squash, oats. It's sweet potato, oh, no, sweet potato, potato yeah. pumpkin Whatever pie spice. Any yellow thing you Whatever the hell else he was going to throw in and then send us a bottle. God damn. Um, actually, I think it's pretty good. Um, I like the fact that I'm getting these variety of flavors through there. I'm getting the smoke. I'm getting the, you know, the sweet potato kind of. I'm getting the, uh, you know, the pie spice. But like you were saying, Tasty, they weren't, none of it was overboard. None of it they're was. All, well, they married together. They're all there and they're all Very kind even-handed. of working in harmony. So I found that, uh, like Beva would say, it didn't suck. Yeah. I would drink that. That's actually pretty good. Didn't mm-hmm. suck. I would drink that. <laughs> right. Say, Which I think is a huge compliment, actually. We should, we should get T-shirts made. <laughs> yeah, from you it doesn't mean anything, but from us that's that's something. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're <laughs> whatever. 
all right. So that's kind of the rundown of all of them. I think the sweet potato beer, though, I think it was attenuated just a touch more. As it warms up, it gets better and better. I think it's just a little too much um, kind of residual bit of attenuation that needs to happen there. Right, so you're talking about it as, a, as, a, as the beer itself, not the smoke, yeah. the smoke level. And there's a bit of a um, kind of a bite to it, almost a yeasty bite or some sort of bite. It may be coming from the spices or the potatoes or I don't know what, or the smoke. Maybe some... Uh, a little residual something. Persimony thing maybe from the... Persimony thing, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so I, I would say, you know, if that was reduced, it's fairly subtle. And if it attenuated a little bit more, then that could perhaps be my winner. Well, it's close. It's yeah. close. I think I, I think that that's high praise. And it is number three. I would rank them this way. I would go with Tasty on the Hiss Jewel. Number one. That's number one. I would probably go with the homebrew as number two. Ooh. Okay. I would probably go with the... I can see where you're going here. I might go with the blood, sweet, and trim, and then the, the smoked uh, Maybach, and then the the Hellas. Or I might go Hellas and then smoke Maybach. I mean, they're all good. This is the thing... I think was very interesting is they're all good. Yeah. It's all nice. Good mm-hmm. job, Bevo. These are a great selection of beers. Thank you. They all were quite delicious. And uh, we had good variety. And uh, there you go. But I would go probably the Hestule Homebrew and uh, Blood Sweet and Sweet and Trenin. Okay. Whatever the hell that means. What, how did that match up with yours, Stacey? I had those one, three, and four. Ah, okay. So what, did, just, what did you have as number two? The uh, Tahoe Mountain. The Tahoe Mountain. Yeah. Very nice That's beer. That's where I deviated. Um, just, uh, I'm, you know, the smoke is so subdued by everything else no, going on. Oh, yeah. And then Maybach, like it's, it's too too dark uh, and caramelly a Maybach. No, no, it's more like a... Like a it's almost in... Like an old ale. Yes. Bean. Old ale would be a better... Yes. You could tell this was an old ale? Not a Maybach, we'd be all of it. Right. Old Ale or, you know, maybe regular Bach. Yeah, Old, old Ale. Nah, see, Tasty's on it, onto something there. I, bourbon Old Ale, and then I wouldn't even mention wouldn't the even, smoke. I wouldn't have said, this is a Maybach. No, I wouldn't even know. I, I'm not even sure I'd mention the smoke. I think I'd, I'd enter it as a, like a bourbon oh, Old Ale, yeah. and then people would go, ooh, and it's kind of smoky, too. smoke there. Man. Oh, man, what kind of bourbon barrels do they use? That's the toast. It's a toast. <laughs> right? That's where they toasted yeah. that barrel. Yeah, yeah. right. And and that's what we've been saying, you know, through this show for the last forty years, is uh, hey, you you you're the one to talk with your. I'll be back in two seconds, and you're back like thirty minutes later. There's traffic. <laughs> and uh, um, you know, it's what you taste in the beer. It's not how you made it. Yeah. It's not what you know you ingredients you put in. It's if you forget all of that, you got to clear your mind and you got to taste it and say, oh, you know what this is? And then that's what it is. It doesn't matter what the process is that got you to that point for the ingredients. It only matters when you go to make the same beer again if you can't re- repeat it. Right, right, right. And if you're trying to make something else, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. But whatever the B 
beer is in the bottle, that's what the beer is. And that's how you should, you know, evaluate it and enter it. All right. Uh, let's take one more short break. We'll come back with a, uh, a recipe for other smoked beer and uh, end the show, I guess. All right. Back right after this. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Beer tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft craftbeer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Now back to Jamil's Tasty and Brise. It's brewing with style. All right, we're back. We're talking other smoked beer, and we had a very interesting flight of five beers. Uh, and I gave you the recipe for um, uh, Brandon Martin's uh, uh, sweet potato smoked spiced beer, um, which you might enter in, in the specialty category. That's right, put it. Yeah. Yeah, instead of the smoke category. But, uh, you know, lovely beer. And that was the recipe. Just drag the, uh, the cursor back and, and get. Uh, the other thing. I'm going to give you the recipe for my smoked porter, which it took uh, silver in the final round of the NHC. 
and it is one of the my most favorite wins ever because the judges for that round were Ray Daniels who literally wrote the beer on smoked wrote the book on smoked beers oh. right Jeff Larson from Alaskan Brewing who wow. Invented part of the category of other smug beers, yeah. right? Whose beer I tried to find for this, but I couldn't. Ah, well, there you go. It's a tough one to find sometimes. They have it at BevMo every once in a while. You get various years and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they said That'd it was, smug we weren't, wasn't in the right season yet or something. Yeah, it's got to get a little later in the year. And then uh, Harold Gabranson, who, like I said, makes awesome smoke beers. Big fan of Bamberg. And uh, so when those three say that you've got like the Second best other smoked beer in the nation. We might have the best other smoked. A rosh beer could have won. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm, that's well, that's it, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Um, but I'm giddy with, uh, Gosh, yeah. <laughs> with two out of uh, yeah, right. those those three people say. Of, yeah, that uh, it's like well, that's a fact. That's that's not speculation. That's fact. Yeah. And so uh, I was that. That's one thing that I I treasure to this day. I think is just just awesome. That's that's the one that I'm like, man, that's. That is high praise indeed. So, uh, well, here's the recipe for that beer, that exact beer. Uh, starting gravity, 1065. Finishing gravity, 1016. Uh, I've used 35, using Rager. Uh, color, 39 SRM. Uh, alcohol, 6.5% ABV. You are going to start with uh, 8.5 pounds of English pale ale malt. You're going to use uh, a pound of uh, Munich. You're going to use uh, three pounds of uh, uh, German Beechwood smoked malt, uh, crystal malt, uh, crystal 40, one pound or 0.45 kilograms, crystal 80, one pound, chocolate malt, uh, 350 love. You want to get the lower color chocolate malt, not the 600 love chocolate malt. Get the 350-ish chocolate malt, 0.75 pounds, three-quarter pound. And then black patent malt, uh, around five and five twenty-five uh, color. You're going to use a uh, half pound. Uh, hot and uh, mash one fifty-four. Hops Kent Golings five uh, percent alpha acid. A sixty-minute addition, one and a quarter ounce. Uh, is going to give you about twenty-four IBUs using Rager. Willamette hops five percent alpha acid, thirty minutes. Sorry. <laughs> Three quarter ounce. Bevo's been drinking. Uh, and again, like a man. another Willamette addition <laughs> uh, at uh, 15 minutes, and then Kent Golings at knockout, 5% alpha acid, uh, 0.4 ounce. So not a lot in the hops. Uh, and then uh, you're going to ferment using uh, Cal Ale yeast, the 001, or you could use uh, 1056 American Ale. Uh, you're going to ferment around 67 degrees Fahrenheit, 19C. Uh, carbonate around, uh, you know, two, two and a half volumes. Um, <clears throat> the interesting and the tricky thing about this is your smoke malts. Sometimes you'll get older smoke malt and won't have any smoke at it at all. Sometimes you'll get fresher smoke malt. And you get fresher smoke malt and it'll have an intense smoke character. And you want to, uh, you know, kind of get a gauge sometimes you may have to adjust up or down on the amount of smoke malt in there i think generally you're you're shooting in the you know 15 to 20 percent range on this beer 
But, um, yeah, but if the if this intensity varies so much, I mean, you may really want twenty five to thirty percent on some malts versus. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. kind of thing like anything you do or any beer you make, you need to start like you know smelling the ingredients mm-hmm, ahead mm-hmm. of time, right? So the next time you get it, you go like, oh, that's much smokier than I remember. Exactly, I'll use less. Or, and, and you know, especially on smoke malt, you yeah. gotta you know. Check the aroma on it and check it the same way every time and see if it seems the same. Yeah. If you're like, oh, yeah, it's nice and smoky. And then the next time you're like, oh, it doesn't seem smoky at all. Unless you're smoking cigarettes or barbecuing or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, something, something something hinky. Something could you, make it seem less, yeah. yeah. So you, it's a tricky beer to make consistently. You can smoke your own malt. I know a lot of guys that do that. Just be careful that it's not too binding right. You want a smooth smokiness through this. This is why I choose the Beechwood. And, um, you know, in the percentages I do, and, you know, you might actually let this thing kind of mellow for a month or so. Oh, yeah. If it is too smoky, let it sit a while. It'll back off. How do you do that? How do you let beer sit? No. And you you guzzle it it all down in five minutes? (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, Smoke your own malt in a smoker? Uh, Yeah. You know, people will put them on, uh, you wet the malt first, and then you, you put it on trays, you spread it out, and then uh get the smoke in you try and do a cool smoke you don't want to do it hot and you don't want to cook the malt no. kill the enzymes but you, you you could if you need um there you go hmm. Huh. Hmm. that's about the smoke uh, it's like smoking sweet potatoes like land, uh, landing on the malt stain like brandon did all right um well that's yeah, so that, that's, that's kind you, of the trick. that's probably your traditional uh porter right you just now you yes taken some out of the base and made uh Probably like 10% or so mm-hmm. of this beechwood, which is like the, there's other smokings. That's the less abrasive, right? Isn't that the softest of the woods you can use, the best wood in terms of getting the uh, Yeah, beechwood, you know, I think is, is a fairly mellow, yeah. you know, flavor. People do oak, they do cherry, they yes. do all these different flavors. Oh, I will tell you about this beer. Uh, the previous year in the second round, Fred Eckhart, uh, God bless his and yeah. rest his soul. Yeah. Um, thought it was th- horrible and like one of the worst beers possible, and he couldn't stand it. <laughs> he just bashed it and thought it was disgusting. So there you go. I don't know. It was exactly the same beer, right? I mean, yes, yes. Yeah. So, F you, Fred. No, <laughs> just kidding. I love Fred. <laughs> he was a wonderful person. No, I've, um, I've had judges be wrong. Sure. Right, right. No, he didn't like it at all. Just, just an FYI. Well, a year might have made a difference. What do you think? You were tasting at the same time. Did it yeah, make yeah. a difference? Did it get better over a year? Uh, no, I think um, you know. Um, I, I think it just wasn't uh, Fred's. Wasn't cup Fred's of day. Tea. I don't know. It didn't. It did not work for him. Cool. So no. Uh, God bless Fred. Wherever he be now. Uh, and that's it. That's the recipe. And brew and drink, as, yeah. she, as, as Police A would say. Repeat. And repeat. Yes. I guess that's it. Anything else? Any other tips for uh, a fine uh, smoked other beer? Well, let's see. Uh, one thing I was thinking about as we talked about the recipe and, and the variability of the smoke, I thought about, like, well, maybe one thing you could do is you know, sort of intentionally undersmoke it in the primary ferment, uh-huh. you know, and brew, uh-huh. and then create sort of a mini, mini uh, extract batch, if you will, of highly smoked 
mm, uh-huh. specialty uh, malts. Right. You create a really, like a really kind of a, right, you can I can just, always uh, adjust the smoking by uh, introducing a few ounces of this mm-hmm. per gallon if I need to. Almost a tincture of smoke. Yeah, almost a tincture of smoke. Yeah. If you kept the volume down but the intensity high, yeah. that might work real well. Yeah. Um, people have asked, oh, can I just go and get liquid smoke from the grocery store <laughs> and pour that in? I'm like, don't. <laughs> it's, it just does not taste good. Yeah. And a lot of those liquid smokes, they taste like an ashtray. They yeah, are, they're, yeah. They are quite disgusting. Yeah, they're, they're not made for uh, making a, a drink with. Well, I, I will tell you one one urine story, uh, since we, we generally... We, at least three per episode, but we'll be a little short this time. <laughs> well, that's because yeah. we had so many excellent beers. Right, and so many excellent stories last episode. Yeah, no, I was, in, I was in Houston for... I take a piss. Uh, no, one no, the uh, the big competition in Houston. Oh, the... And, uh, the, the uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, thing, yeah. I, uh, I am also old and feeble of mind. And cannot remember. Uh, no, and I went. I, I went there and uh, it had, had a lovely had a lovely time there. And you know they'd have meals that ever was like a, a buffet. You know everybody you know yeah. came and, and right. shared uh, you know their favorite foods that they brought. And a lot of people in Houston, believe it or not, like like smoked foods. So they brought us some smoked foods. Well, the first night I'm there, what do I do? I go and get like some good smoky barbecue. My first night there, mm-hmm. real smoky. Get a ton of it. The next day, I eat more smoked food in this thing. I have some smoked beers. I have some more smoked food. There was chicken that was so smoky, it was black. I mean, just absolutely black. Mm. But it was really good, but intensely smoky. So the next morning, I get up. I am peeing, and I can smell smoke. This place on fire? (laughs) Just like smoke is just boiling up out of the toilet. Spontaneous human combustion. Just like, huh. dang, I have consumed way too much smoke. No, it saturated your cells. And yeah, you yeah I, no, I, it was it was working its way through me. And wow. I'm worse than asparagus. My, I think I reached home and still I could smell smoke when I peed. Man, that you was you needed that's to cleanse. Pretty, pretty intense. Wow. Yes. But, it's worse uh, than asparagus. <laughs> it's a little more pleasant than asparagus. I get that. You know, because then you're like, oh, it's kind of like barbecue. Ooh, that was a barbecue. And then you get hungry right after you pee. Right. Yeah, that usually happens. But, uh, you know, asparagus. Is yeah. that a thing? Pee hungry after you pee? You make, yeah, pee I mean, hungry. you empty you your bladder, so you get, you know, you right. have a, a bigger stomach. It can, can expand. You feel like you're... Did you just say Vivo was fat? Jesus Christ, what's whoa, the matter with you? Whoa. God damn, that was, in, that was insane. We've never that been that brave to mention that. Can you believe hey. you said that? That was that was just wrong, man. You know, watch what you're saying to a lady. All I'm right. a lady. <laughs> well, we have documented proof. All right, I, I think we better end the show now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got the microphone on still. What a mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. that was right. fun. I think you guys all have all the information you need. Uh, thank you to uh, Brandon uh, Martin for sending in the, an excellent beer yeah. and uh, participating in the show. And you can, too. You send an email to uh, uh, Bevo at the Brewing Bevo. Network. At the brewing network. Com. There yeah. you go. There's she's, two E's. She's the new president. In network? There's no E's in network. It's, in Bevo. One. You know how oh, many people yeah. email me Bevo, B-E-V-O? Yeah, that's what I use. Bevo. You're real, uh, you're real <laughs> Yes. Well, Anyways, another, if, you, another, if you and yeah, create a second one for God's sake. Get ten. 
if you enjoy this, go to the Brain Network store, Brain Network store slash uh, whatever store, and order stuff from there, and it all all helps. And uh, check out the other shows, the Sour Hour, and stuff like that. Till next time, we're strong. Get <laughs> <It> often. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.